Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. God damn, huh? Two-week hiatus with no explanation? Who the fuck do I think I am, right? I am sorry. Life is a little bit hectic right now. The uh, the past two weeks, I've been, uh, believe it or not, in trainings for work. Different types, you know what I mean? Uh, but a couple weeks back, uh, we went up to a uh, boiler company up in Marlborough, Mass. They showed us around, spent the day there. Then afterwards, they took us, uh, they took us, you know, for for drinks and go karting and all that good shit. You know what I mean? Took us to a nice fucking dinner at this place. And if you've if you've never been to this place, this was my first time. I mean, it knocked me right out of my fucking socks. And if you like good barbecue, you got to go, gotta go. Um, the place is called uh, Fireflies, I believe. I believe it's still in Marlborough, Mass. I don't, I'm not, don't quote me on that, but just type in Fireflies Barbecue. Place was like, we went in there, it was like 9.30, they accommodated us, we were like 20 deep, but it was, they put on a good fucking show, man, really, really good time, um, so I got home probably around 11.30, you know what I mean, it was late, and I'm like, you know, again, I don't want to come on here and give you guys, you know, just start spewing bullshit and be overtired and everything like that. Like, I, I want to come on here and I want to give you guys my all. You know what I mean? I want to give you guys 150% because I love you and that's what you deserve at the end of the day. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say here? You know? And then last week, um, we spent the week down in New Jersey. Uh, we had a week-long training out there. Um, huge shout out to my uncle for sending us down there. It was a great, great time. Uh, it was one of those things, you know, it was a, it was a training, a week long training seminar of, uh, well, three days really, but I mean, the amount of time we spent there was probably equal to a week, but it's one of those things where, you know, you, you get in your, and this is a good lesson for people listening, you know. You got to get out of your comfort zone. You know, we went there as a crew. I think there was five of us total. We rode up there. Um, actually, I think there was six of us. We went up there, um, and the idea was we're going to go to this thing. You know, a couple of our guys had gone before. They loved it. Um, we thought we were going to be, you know, a group the whole time and, you know, together. Well, we walk in the building day one. And they're like, nope, you guys are going to be in separate groups. So like, oh, my fucking word. You know what I mean? They separate us. There's like 14 different tables. None of us are together. We're already like, we're already starting to like mentally check out. We're not even in the building for five fucking minutes. We're already like, yeah, we're all set with this shit. You know what I mean? Um, But man, you know, we got in there and, you know, I would say that, you know, previous to this, I had a big head. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm a good salesman. I don't got to work on shit. They're not going to fucking show me nothing at this thing. It's going to be a big waste of time. But I mean, I went out there and by day three, the, the end of day three, I was like, holy fucking shit. I mean, it just, it humbled me immensely. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's so important. I mean, they had us doing 
all kinds of shit that we would never normally do. They had us, uh, I mean, they had us dancing two times a day, you know. I went to two proms in my life, never not once danced myself. Sophie would just grab my arms and kind of fucking flail them around and shit like that to give the illusion, you know what I mean? Hit a little bump and grind, but that's that's about it. They had us dancing out there, running around the aisles like fucking children. Not me, but I mean, all the same. But I mean, you know, doing shit like that. They had us, uh, they gave us some gloves and shit and made us go out and fucking pick this 100-pound bag up and run with it, bring it back, slam it, and beat the shit out of it with our team. I mean, it was just... It was amazing. You know, we uh, we wrote down all the things that we want to leave in the past and break through, uh, wrote it on a board, lit it on fire, karate chopped the fucking thing. I mean, amazing, amazing, you know? And the best part about it for me is that, you know, when we went into it, like I said, we got split up. We're like, oh, this is going to fucking blow. You know, we're not together. Oh, my God. But truth be told I met great guys there I mean I was at a table with a kid from Denver Colorado Oklahoma um, Ohio Cincinnati Ohio and Washington State and I mean the kid from Washington State Aaron if you're listening you're a real one Um, this kid humbled me I mean this kid is fucking a plus plus you know what I mean he was he's a salesman through and through and, and God bless him um, I, I, I gave all my contact info to these guys cause they're the, they're the shit. I mean, these guys were fucking great. We had an awesome kick ass time. We were doing all kinds of group activities. I mean, all in all, all in all, it was awesome, you know, but Thursday night we left, you know, the original plan was to stay till Friday, but you know, Monday morning, uh, Monday morning when we were leaving, he hit us with, Oh, I'm going to have you guys come back and work Friday. So we wanted to kick his ass, you know what I mean? We were all pretty tight about it, you know what I mean? We were fucking pissed, but, um, you know, it is what it is. So Thursday, we get done with the training. It was supposed to go till 5, and we get out at like 6.30. Go figure. Now we got to drive four, you know, four, four and a half hours back to Rhode Island. And then I got me, I got to drive another like 40 minutes home. I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking bonkers. And then, of course, just just as it always happens, Connecticut fucks me again. You know what I mean? We're like, we're just over the line in Connecticut. We just got out of New York. We just get into Connecticut. I'm like, okay, 96 more exits. You, you know that stretch. Come on, guys. You know me by now. It's the worst fucking stretch in America. It's just depressing. You got to drive through all of Connecticut just to get home. It's the It's just disgusting you know what I mean you pass by like I said the food truck area over there on the right nobody can get to you know you pass all that bullshit but we get right over the line and I got my headphones in I'm fucking I'm in the zone you know what I mean and I noticed that we're slowing down I'm like wow what's going on here so I take my buds out I go hey what's happening he goes oh we got a flat tire I said shit so we get out of the fucking truck. We pull over. We're on the highway. Bow, bow, bow. I mean, fucking just like cars, you know, dangerous as all hell. The blowout was on the driver's side. 
They got this little dinky, you know, Connecticut, piece of shit. They got this little dinky, like, barely one one Toyota Sienna wide breakdown lane. And we've got this 3,500 fucking diesel dookie for no reason Dodge Ram that we're traveling in. And it broke, you know, the, the flat was on the, the driver's side right next to the traffic. And we're on like a hill both ways. So the hill... If you're looking at the back of the truck, it's sloping to the right. There's a slight keel to the right. Then you look at a, uh, um, then you look at it from the other side, you know, from the side panel. Now we're going backwards. Now there's a, a downward going from the hood back to the truck, to the trunk of the uh, the truck. I mean, it was a fucking nightmare. So it took us about 20 minutes to find the tools because Dodge made the decision to put the tools underneath the driver's seat. Imagine that. A mega cab Dodge Ram. You've got all this fucking space in the back. The seats do everything but blow you. You know, they fold up. They fold down. They fucking, they elevate. They push forward. They, I mean, literally everything. And they decide not to put the tools back there. Why? Never will understand it. Never. You know? But. It is what it is. So we find it underneath the driver's seat. I mean, the passenger seat. Get the fucking tools out. I get underneath the truck. I put the jack underneath the pumpkin, you know, the the the, the differential. Because they give you this little dinky jack. I had, you know, I used to drive Hondas. My 1997 Honda Civic DX that weighed about 1,800 pounds wet. That fucking thing had a bigger jack than this truck does. It's got this little dinky jack, and the base on it has like a like a T on the bottom of it. I mean, you got to see it, guys. You put it on the ground, and the motherfucker's doing the Brooklyn two-step. It like just it moves all over the place. It is the furthest thing from fucking stable. I'm like, he's like, is it all right? I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, it's as good as it's going to get. Now, mind you, we're on a fucking hill. It's late. It's like at this time, it's probably about 10, 1030. Everybody's tired. You know, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Um, so we get under there. I get under there. I put it there. Boom. We jack the truck up. Everything's going good. We loosen all the lug nuts. We get the tire off. We just get the, the, the old tire out and get the new one right over there. We literally just get over to the wheel well. And right as we're about to put the tire on, the fucking truck rolls off the jack, boom, thing slams down, and it's like, and it's, and it's literally rolling. So me, my cousin, my other cousin, my uncle, we're trying to hold the fucking truck from rolling back down this hill on the highway. Meanwhile, cars are zooming by, you know? I mean, just a fucking nightmare. So we we got the little dinky jack back under there. Jacked the fucking son of a bitch back up and did it real fast. I mean, I think I think a NASCAR team couldn't hold a fucking candle to the performance that we did that night. I mean, it was an ensemble. You know what I mean? Beautiful. Effortless, you know? Well, I wouldn't say that. We almost fucking died. But you get what I'm trying to say. I mean, it, it was pretty dope, you know? But uh, got that on. Got home. I mean, I rolled in at like just past midnight. So 
the podcast was just not in the fucking cards. Not in the cards. So here we are. We're back. How you doing? Good to see you. Glad for you uh, joining us here. You know what I mean? Um, we really didn't miss too much. I felt like I, 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 the good thing about me going away for a couple weeks is I think that we didn't miss too much here, you know? The world was pretty quiet for the past two weeks. Pretty quiet, you know? Um, we've got a couple things going on this week here. Um, three days ago, Monday... It was Al Pacino's birthday, so happy birthday to Al Pacino, a fucking living legend, if you will. Um, I've got some bad news for all my degenerates out there. Um, Gerard Springer, Jerry Springer show, is dead. I know. Um, this comes to uh, comes as a shocker for everybody involved. Uh, he did not go Harry Carey. I know some people were talking about that. Um, not the case. Everybody loves to jump to that when they see a star die. You know what I mean? They're like, oh my God, he, you know, he went Harry Carey and and look at you. Know, no, no. He, the apparently his family put out a statement. He died as peacefully as you can die uh, in his home uh, from. I think they said cancer. You know what I mean? Um, so he clearly, clearly he had the big C. He was going through it. He was having a hell of a fight. And uh, he succumbed to his illness, you know. So rest in peace to, to Jerry Springer. Um, and thank you for being the original uh, trash television host, you know. Because uh, you really set the stage for a lot of garbage, life-wasting television, you know. And, and, we, and for that, we thank you. In other news, apparently today, I didn't get the memo. I, I woke up. And and just completely missed the 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 conversations that were had about this. But apparently, today was um, National Drive Like an Asshole Day because everywhere I went, people were cutting me the fuck off. They're jacking on the brakes. They're merging, and they don't use their blinker. And then they're trying to like they're trying to like almost you know, get you off the road. I mean, I, and usually, you know, I live in the sticks. I, I, I leave my house in the morning. I would say probably 80% of my mornings, I don't see a car for about 10 to 15 minutes, right? I get, the, I get out of my town. I get to the next town over a little bit more populated, a little bit more happening. Um, but literally I won't see a car for 10, 15 minutes. Well, Today, I think every one of my neighbors left at the exact same time. Now, I was leaving early today, earlier than I normally do, but I have been, and just as a full disclaimer, I've been leaving at this earlier time for the past few days. So this is not like, oh, well, you, well, duh, you left. No, I've been doing this for the past few days. For the past week, I've been doing this. And I leave my, my driveway, I take a right, and I mean literally, one after the other, bang, a fucking Toyota Highlander, bang, a Nissan Murano, bang, a Chevy Malibu. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And everybody, and then leading the pack, leading the pack is a Honda Pilot. Now, you were with a, with a, um, 
Um, what the hell is that there? School. Oh my God! It's like a, it's like a maybe Wheeler College or something like that. Is that a thing, Wheeler College? But literally, th- once you see a car, especially a Honda Pilot, and it's got that that W that Wheeler sticker on there, you know you're fucked. You know that you're about to have the worst ride of your life. You're gonna be tailgating this motherfucker because you just want them to get out the way, but they refuse to do so. So she's leading the pack. We're like four cars deep. And I mean, they went the entire 15 minutes to civilization. I'm not even kidding. All the way to the on-ramp of 146, these guys went. From my street all the way. I was in fucking disbelief. Then I get on the highway and the, the fucking pilot is trying to not let anybody get by them you know like they get in they get on there and they're behind a um they're behind a big uh you know like uh asphalt truck and they're behind him and we're all in a line and then you know obviously everybody's like oh let's get around this guy so everybody gets over to the left lane well as they see everybody's getting over to the left lane what do they do what a pilot would do they get over to the left lane immediately, like almost causing a collision with the car behind him because the car behind him is trying to get around them as well, you know, and fucking they get right on the side of this guy with the big dump truck and do the same exact speed. And we did that all the way from my, well, not my exit, but all the way from Uxbridge, Massachusetts to Smithfield, Rhode Island. We went. In a single file, about five cars deep. Of course, there were cars getting added by the second behind me, right on this side in tandem with this big ass dump truck, fucking Honda Pilot. You know what I mean? This is this should be outlawed, and it just didn't stop there either. Like it just it just it it just escalated as the day went on. Just. I mean, I, I, dude, you get off the highway, people are driving like assholes. You get on the highway, they're driving like assholes. You know, you're in somebody's driveway, they're trying to get out like an ass. I mean, it's just like you, you, you're just inundated with all of this awful driving etiquette behavior. You know what I mean? It's too much, really. Mentally, I, I was just like, check the fuck out because what do you do? You know what I mean? Usually in the morning, I like to get in the truck, you know, get on the road. Like I said, I really don't see anybody. If I see a car, usually it's like, wow, okay, you know, good, all right, you know, somebody else going to work, you know, good. It's a good day for America and, and capitalism, you know what I mean? But today, I mean, this was something else, you know. I like to listen to my music. I like to relax, you know. I like to coax myself down. You know, because sometimes you get in your head before work and, you know, you're kind of thinking about your day. Shit, I got so many jobs to do or whatever. No, no, I try to, like, get myself down. And these guys were just fucking up my style, man. Totally cramping my style. I hate it. I hate it, you know. And this is not, you know, everybody, oh, well, you know, you're in mass. It's a mass hole thing. No, no, like. This is an this was a universal thing. Everybody, mass hole, Rhode Island asshole, whatever you want to call it, 
It was just piss John off and drive like a twat day, you know? And I missed the memo, and I did not want to participate in any way, shape, or form, you know? But that's life in the big city. You, you got you to gotta take them as they come, right? Not every day can be a beautiful ride, you know? And it was foggy, too, this morning. That's like the biggest kick in the balls for me. A foggy morning. Nothing worse. Can't see. Murky, you know? It's just, it's rough, you know? And we've been so lucky recently, I feel like. You know what I mean? You know, spring is here, man. Spring is in the air. You know you you know me, guys. Snowmobile are at heart. There's nothing on this planet, literally nothing on this planet I would rather be doing than snowmobiling with my guys, but it's nice that spring is finally here, especially down here, you know, because our winter consisted of, like, sunny days and 20 degrees, you know, and it's kind of like, all right, like, let's fucking move it along a little bit, and when I got down to New Jersey, when I left my house, there wasn't one bud, one flower, I mean, one acorn on the fucking trees. Four hours later, I'm down in New Jersey. It's like, it's just the weirdest thing. I mean, it was so green, you know? Everything was in bloom. My allergies went through the fucking roof. I mean, insane. When we got to the hotel, I had to just beeline right for the bathroom, and I just douched my eyes like you wouldn't believe I'm like peeling my eyes, you know, the lips of my eyes open, and I'm just dumping water in there. I'm like, I need a fucking Zizol bad, you know? So luckily I, I bought luckily I brought I was smart enough to have the forethought to be like, I need to bring a big bottle of Zizol. Threw one of those down the fucking hatch. About thirty minutes later I was tip top magoo. Felt great, you know. But, oh, my God, man, spring was, like, in real full bloom down there. It was gnarly. I mean, you you know you know when spring's in bloom, when you look, like, at a car from a side profile and you can see the pollen dust all over the fucking thing, you're like, I'm looking at death right now. I'm looking at the destroyer of lives, you know what I mean? Like, that shit is just awful, you know? But it's nice to have spring back here now. Things are starting to to bubble up a little bit. My area takes a little bit longer than down where I work, you know, in Rhode Island. But it is what it is. It, it, we're getting there, you know. I got the lawn fertilized. I cut the grass for the first time. You know, everything's moving. Everything's moving, you know. Um, it's funny that, like, you know, I'm at the stage in my life where... You know, I used to be like, you know, you know, when you're young, you're looking at, you know, cars and you're looking at chicks and you're looking at this and you just like, you know, you got a totally different set of priorities in life. And now it's like, I'll be sitting there and I'm like licking my chops, looking off into the distance like, damn, I want that shit right there. Come to daddy. And like, what are you looking at? And I'm looking at like a well-manicured lawn. Like what is, to me, at this stage in my life, 
What is sexier than a nice, well-manicured lawn? Nothing. That's the answer. Nothing. Literally. I mean, it's like, that's the type of shit that gets me going now, you know? And I moderate, I, I, I like, I moderately hate it. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is not cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I kind of hate myself in a way for being like, damn, dude, nice grass. But I literally, like, I find myself talking to people about what kind of grass they use. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm looking at it like a, like a piece of meat, man. I'm like, God damn, man, I need that fucking shit. What's that, like three inches of straight turf? You know what I mean? It's it's gorgeous, you know? And I'm like trying to like put the pieces in my head. Jesus, does he use Scots? What is what is kind of seed is this fucking savage using? You know what I mean? I'm talking, I'm asking questions like I'm at a fucking like every time I go to somebody's house with a nice lawn, it's like going to a fucking car show. You know what I mean? What do you got under the hood? You know, like just stupid. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man, you know, like what the fuck has my life become to, you know? But that's when you know that you've been overcome by the dad bod. You know what I mean? That's the stage in your life where it's like, all right, the tummy has finally taken over your brain. You know what I mean? Now, you know, it's too bad I don't drink because I would definitely be that guy out there on the front porch with a fucking, you know, uh, 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 a goddamn cause light. You know what I mean? Or a moxie. And, and, you know, sipping there and, and, and drinking my beer, listening to the game, you know what I mean? If I listen to sports, you know, thank God. The the tummy will never bring me to that point. I will never allow myself to get to that point, you know? But it's, like, unbelievable, you know? And people, like, probably say, like, I'll stop and look at somebody's lawn nowadays, you know what I mean? People probably see me stopping and shit in front of their house, and they're, like, they think I'm, like, casing the fucking joint out. Little do they know I'm trying to decipher, like, what fertilizer they're utilizing. You know what I mean? Just weird shit. It's funny It's funny the direction life takes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very, very odd. You would have told me that I would have been doing that 10 years ago. I would have told you to go F off, you know? But <laughs> what, what are you going to do, you know? This is, this, is what, this is what 25 is, you know what I mean? This is what being 25 years old is, I, I guess, anyway. I, I don't know. I look at I look around and I actually I, I, that can't be the case because I look around my friends don't give a fuck about grass <laughs> you know what I mean if I'm asking them like you know I t- I, I usually yell at these guys because the first thing that my friends want to do and the only thing that they want to do more than be alive you know is ruin my grass and what I mean by that is anytime there's any way to go and fucking uh like if it's any way that they can get onto my grass with a vehicle um a snowmobile they are going to fucking do it you know what i mean it's just unbelievable unbelievable you know like they just they can't control themselves like i get off the fucking grass don't go on the grass I got a big driveway. I've got a dirt driveway down to my shop. Nope. They're going to drive on the grass. They're going to at least put one tire on the grass so it digs in. And now I got that indent. You know that god-awful tire indent that you can see on your grass? Brutal. You know what I mean? You just want to choke them the fuck out. And they're probably listening to this laughing. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, my God. Because they know it's true. They know it, you know? But if you ever come by my house... 
just know and please abide by the rules. Stay off the fucking grass, okay? It's not that hard, you know. It's honest work, you know. I try. I do. I really do. I think my lungs come a long way, really. You know what I mean? It's it's It looks pretty sharp, you know. Right now, you know, you still get the, the patches that are dead, but, you know, everything will start filling in, you know. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I don't walk around barefoot, but it looks like it would be a nice grass to walk around barefoot. My girl tells me that it is anyway. You know what I mean? I, I, I just, I can't, I don't like sand on my feet. I don't like anything. You know what I like on my feet? Shoes. Socks. Covering. You know what I mean? Safe from the elements. You know, there's no, what is more disgusting and this is probably the biggest reason why I don't go to the beach. Beside, you know, going swimming in fucking shock and whale piss and poop, you know, infested waters. Um, but, like, probably the biggest reason that I don't go to the beach at all is I don't want to walk around with my shoes off and feel that grit on my feet. What is more awful than that? Nothing, right? And even if you like the beach, you got to admit, it's awful. I saw this um, Instagram video, and this kid goes, and he's got, he, he's, he goes in the water, comes out, he's walking on the dry sand now, so now you know how all the dry sand just sticks to his feet, and then the fucking clown puts, instead of cleaning his feet off and drying his feet off, he leaves it, and he puts a fresh pair of socks on it, and then puts his shoes on. I almost puked. I literally had to shut the phone off and like like close out the app and like fucking just regroup with myself because I literally almost yacked. I'm like, this is what this world has come to. It's this fucking bad now. You know what I mean? Like, this is just craziness now. Absolutely absurd. But yeah, man, I I'm not I, I don't I, I don't do I don't do shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh, he doesn't like textures. Perhaps. You know what I mean? Perhaps. I, I, it, it, you could try to clinically diagnose me, whatever, what the fuck you want. But I don't want nothing on my feet, remember, but socks and shoes. You'll never see me. You'll never catch me. I will offer somebody $20,000 to catch me with a picture, well, to get a picture of me with both my shoes off. I fucking dare you. I dare you. Never going to happen. You won't even get a picture of that in my home. Try me. You know? No socks, no shoes. Try it. $20,000 bounty. Go for it. <laughs> people are going to be like people are going to be like on the fucking prowl now like, "Oh, I- yeah, man, let, let me see your shoes. Take your shoes off a second. Oh, take your socks off. I don't know. Something doesn't seem right. You're just scheming, trying to fucking get me to go barefoot, you know? Nasty people. What's nastier than people walking around barefoot? No good. No good. In your home, I'll buy it. You know what I mean? I'll buy it. I'll take it. You know, I get it, right? But it's like you see people raw dogging the sidewalks. You see people raw dogging in stores. I mean, absolute fucking animals, you know? It's like, what are you doing? 
it need like this is the like people will come down with shit too. Like they'll be like, "Yeah, I got the gonorrhea. I'm not sure." Well, yeah, no shit, you got the gonorrhea. You know, you don't not get the clap from walking barefoot on the grass. Of course you're gonna. Dogs shitting in the grass, squirrels, fucking raccoons. You know, everybody's worried about rabies. But they'll be the first person to step in a fresh pile of raccoon shit with their fucking shoes off. Ah, Mother Nature. Get lost. Get real. (laughs) You know what I mean? Keep your shoes. Keep your socks on. At the very least, wear those stupid fucking, uh, what are they called? Crocs. Wear those god-ugly, disgusting things. You know? Save the rest of us from from the agony. Like, like, how how about when you're driving... And you see, like, and this is notorious in New Hampshire. Like, New New Hampshire is the fucking capital of this. It's everywhere. It's a fucking pandemic. Driving on the highway and seeing hikers with their dirty, filthy feet on the dashboard. Passed out. Gone. See ya. And they, like, got their dirty, like, they're covered in dirt from hiking all day and fucking sweat and God knows what. And their, like, fucking toes are, like, all spread out and, like, touching the glass. Like, remember that movie, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino? Fantastic movie. The one problem I have with it, all the fucking feet in there. I don't know if he's got a foot fetish. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. But me, I had a problem with it. Not a fan. Definitely, definitely could have did without that shit. You know, but what are you going to do, I guess? You know, it's his movie. I'm not the one producing it. I'm not the one directing it. Maybe there's people out there that, maybe that's one of his things. I don't know. I've only, I think, watched one Quentin Tarantino movie. But for me, keep the fucking feet out of the equation. I think that your fans and people watching the film will survive without having that disgusting visual display. You know what I mean? But, like, you go to New Hampshire... That shit is everywhere. Everywhere. Everybody's wearing open-toed shit now, you know, and then they got the beans pushed right up against the glass, filthy, dirty, nasty. I can't, man. I got to, like, when I drive through New Hampshire, if you see me on the highway, usually my eyes are completely closed, you know? I'm just, I'm driving. I got my hands at 10 and 2, lock my elbows into the straight position, and the truck just keeps going straight. Don't really need to have your eyes open. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> people are gonna people are gonna be going tomorrow trying to do it. You know what I mean? Fucking eighty car crashes today, and uh, <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah, but no, no. I, I you gotta just like you gotta just not pay attention because you'll see some shit you don't want to see. And for me, it's feet. You know, I'm completely out. I got no interest in seeing it. But speaking of Muppets, um, <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, speaking of Muppets, I want to talk about the biggest Muppet out there. Um, I'm talking about Ed Sheeran, who apparently due to my, my news feed here on Snapchat, is still going on with this fucking trial, the plagiarism trial, you know? And I'm like, 
oh my God, you know, how is this still going on all these years? I mean, maybe it hasn't been years, but for me, it feels like years. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, before I even get into it, you know, I just want to say this here. I got to ask you guys, what would this Fraggle Rock looking bastard be named if he was on the show? Tell me that this guy does not look like he's straight out of Fraggle Rock. I swear to God, the first time I saw him, I went, no fucking way. He is literally a Muppet, you know? How crazy and fantastic is that, you know? If I had to name his character, I would name him Snoozer, you know? I think that would be a pretty good name. But in any event, back to the story. Um, For those that don't know, Snoozer is being sued for plagiarism because he put this song out thinking out loud it's like the fucking the school the school dance remember all the last dance you know was usually stairway to heaven well guess what now it's this fucking song you know it's uh um uh it, it, it's it, it's thinking out loud ed sharon um and he's so clearly ripped off marvin gaze let's get it on that it's just inconceivable that this was not immediately shut down, like somebody immediately didn't come out and go, whoa, 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 what is going on here? This is more of a sample than anything, you know? But this has been going on for a while, and I cannot believe it's still going on. I remember hearing about this a while ago and thinking, well, fucking finally, you know? Somebody points out the big, giant, squealing elephant in the room you know and it says you know hey because i mean the first time i listened to the song i'll tell you right now the first time i listened to the song i was like oh shit let's get it on is on nope and then you hear the muppet and i'm like what the fuck is that and i hated the song and i hated the song basically for that reason i'm like this is so fucking trying to be something that it's not you know he wanted the next uh slow jam anthem i guess he got it you know what i mean but i mean at what cost ripping off marvin gay you know and he's in the fucking courtroom they were talking about it today he's in the courtroom with his guitar playing the song and singing it and singing let's get it on to compare it dude give it up Give it up, you know? It makes no sense to me. You know, it, We're talking about a guy that's got more money than fucking God. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you just own it, avoid the fucking trial, and just shower the, the, the Marvin Gaye um, family, you know, with a, a couple million bucks? You know, why wouldn't you do that? It's beyond me. Me, personally, I would do it. I would be like, here you go. Just just own it. Who gives a shit? You already made the fucking bag. You know? We know you made the bag. 84% of Caucasian females in English-speaking countries and 25% in non-speak, non-English-speaking countries have posted this song to their Instagram or have used the lyrics from this song as a quote for one of their posts on Instagram. 
This is a fact. These are these are real numbers, guys. 84%. He got the fucking bag. So pay them their money and ride off into the sunset. Be a fucking hero, you know? You're not fooling anybody, guy, you know? You're not that guy either, you know? It's like, all right, you know, you're a talented kid. You've got all these songs out now. You ain't no Taylor Swift, but you got all these songs out now, you know, and you're you killed it. You know, what's what's taking a lick on one of them? Not the biggest deal in the world to me. And I don't even have millions of dollars shit. You know what I mean? If I did, I really wouldn't give a rat's ass. But, you know, the thing is, is that I think he released that song and somehow foolishly forgot that there's still Marvin fans out here. We're out here. We're out here. Okay? You know, we might not be out and about because Marvin's dead. I don't know if you know this, but Marvin's been dead some 40 years now. His father shot him. But, and if you didn't know, yeah, it's really what happened. I'm not fucking around. Father shot him. Um, But Marvin's dead, but we're still here. I listen to Marvin Gaye every single day. I'm not kidding either. That's That's a fact. Every single day I listen to Marvin Gaye. At least one of his songs. You know? Um, Trouble Man, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious right now? Go listen to Trouble Man. Then come talk to me, you know? Tell me who's better, this guy or fucking uh, the Muppet, uh, Snoozer, Mr. Ed Asshole Sharon, you know? Like I said, the kid's talented. He's got what it takes, but why, why play the game? You know what I mean? Why try to play it off like... Just own it, bro. And if you're listening right now, Ed, we're not gonna we're not gonna love you any less for admitting your faults, you know? If there's one thing I learned several things at that training last week. Very good takeaways. One of them, accountability. Admit when you fucked up, right? It's one of the nine pillars of success. You know? Accountability. Just own it. Ed, please, Eddie, do it for me. Come on. This is Pepe talking, okay? It's just it's just crazy. Crazy. But another thing, you know, we're going to wrap this up because it's already 11 o'clock here. But another big thing that I learned is to get out of your comfort zone with shit. Don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone, guys. I know it's hard, but, you know, I think once you do it, you actually enjoy it. You know, you actually kind of look back and you go, you know what, man? Fuck, that was pretty dope, you know? And if getting out of your comfort zone is ripping off a multi-platinum recording artist that is deceased, you know, despite, you know, his family, then don't get out of your comfort zone. Stay in there. We don't want you, you know? And I feel bad about the... uh, I also read about, I guess, you know, whoever from uh, the estate that's suing the Muppet, uh, the lady, the broad, like, fucking fainted today. She was in the courtroom, and she literally fainted. She's doing good. She's stable. She's fine now, but, you know... 
I mean, this is getting to people. This is fucking with people's lives here. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stop this here. He won't though. He won't. He will not. But it is what it is. You know, I know, I know. You know, blonde broads out there. You know, I know at least five of them personally. They got his lyrics tattooed on their face. You know what I mean? It's just. It's a very weird thing, and they don't care. That's the thing. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother them. I remember I pointed this out to Sophie. I know she's gonna deny it, and she's gonna say to me after she listens to this, "Oh, you, what are you fucking crazy? I told you that." No, no, listen to me. I remember very specifically. I was in my kitchen, and that song came on, and I said, "What a fucking ripoff." She goes, "What are you talking about?" I said it sounds. I said it's literally. It's it's such a ripoff of of. Let's get it on. It's insane. No, it's not. I said okay. I said I'll tell you what. I said put that song on your phone. I said put put the fucking Muppet song on. I said and I'm gonna put the other song on. I put them on, and she goes, "Oh my god, I never noticed that before." I'm like, "How did you never notice that before?" You know, we listen to Marv all the fucking time. I named my pet alien after this fucking guy. You know what I mean? We love Marvin. You're going to say that shit? You're going to pl- play, you know, Helen Keller? The fuck? <laughs> you know? This is craziness. Crazy. But it is what it is. We, you know, I'm not going to go toe-to-toe. I'm not in a, in a competition with Ed. I don't really give a shit what he does, you know. I'm just disappointed, really. You know what I mean? And I hope that if you didn't know all this here and you're hearing it now, you two are a little bit disappointed, you know. I kind of, in a way, hope that it ruined the song for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to give it, this guy any more money off this song. I feel like him going to trial... Is just stirring all this shit up again, you know? Fucking unreal. But it is what it is. But thank you guys for listening once again. It's good to be back. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We will definitely be back next week. So fret not. Be on standby. Be ready. You know, my Friday morning crusaders, you know. Um, appreciate you guys listening. You know, when I was at the training, sorry to keep bringing it up, but it was pretty life-changing shit, you know, powerful stuff. But when I was at the training, they said, you know, what's your what's your pump-up, what's your amp-up song? And I just couldn't place it, you know? I just couldn't figure out what my song is, you know? I'm like, damn, man, I got so many songs. I mean, my oldies playlist that I, that I curated is 26 hours long of all... 60s, 70s, 80s rock and roll, you know, and, and pop and whatever, you know, anything 60s, 70s, 80. And I'm like sifting through the catalog in my head and I'm going, man, I, I just can't think of what it is. And Sunday I'm sitting on the couch, I'm watching the tube, I'm fucking around on my phone and I'm on Instagram. And for whatever reason, for some odd reason, these Miami Vice reels on my Instagram start just coming up, just one after the other. I'm like, what the fuck? It was weird. You know what I mean? I'm like, 
okay, this is kind of kind of weird. Now, I've never been a big Miami Vice guy. Not, I, I shouldn't say that. I haven't watched it in depth. Seen an episode here, episode there. You know what I mean? It's cool. It's totally fucking 80s. You know what I mean? Um, but not the biggest guy. But they, they came up this reel, and it was the two guys, you know, the two main characters. They're in the car. They're in this fucking black Ferrari, and they're going down the strip. And I don't know if they're going to do a raid or what, but something in the air tonight is playing by Phil Collins over the radio. And it's going from like the outside of the like the camera shot to like the outside of the car to the wheels. Then it goes to the guys. And then it shows the guys loading the fucking gun. You know, and they're like, how many minutes left we got? You know, 25 minutes. And I mean, literally, guys, the hairs on my neck stood up because I'm going, that's it. That's the fucking song I've been looking for. This entire time. So today, I'm sure you've heard it a thousand times. I know it's become a meme ever since, you know, the hangover, which kind of pisses me the fuck off. But whatever. That's what happens with life. Um, I want you to go, and I only want you to do this if you've got a very good stereo. So if you got to go out, if you're listening to this inside your house and you're cooking, you're cleaning, you don't got a sound bar or a Bose system, or anything like that, a surround sound, hold off, either walk out to your car, you know, or when you get to your car, put In The Air Tonight by Phil Collins on, turn the fucking radio up all the way. All the way. Not 50%, not 60 not 70 because I know, like, when I ride around with my fiance, 40% is fucking blaring for her virgin ears. I turn it to 40%, and she's like, fucking, my ears hurt, you know? And I gotta, like, tell her, listen, you're gonna have to leave now, you know? Um, But turn your radio to 100 and listen to this song through and through. This is my pump-up song. This is what gets me going. I listened to that shit this morning... I swear to God, you could have shot me eight fucking times and I still would have come after you and just choked the shit out of you, you know? Nothing can stop me when this song is on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So go and listen to that. Have a good day, evening, whatever. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Give us a rating on the... uh, on the Spotify or iHeartRadio, whatever you're at, give us a rating. Be honest. You know what I mean? Love the feedback. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Love yous. Ciao.